Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to the Sinner and Saint, brother. On demand. A Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. And air conditioning needs. Needs, needs, needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The fan. The fan. Go to servicepatriots.com. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080TheFan.com. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. Start by checking in with the most important man, Will... Darkens, what's going on, man? Oh, I'm good, Luke. I'm good. I'm good. It's a rainy Saturday, and we are. Hey, just hey, hey. what did I talk to you about starting with weather talk? Oh, right. I know you're getting older very quickly. Getting you're a parent what? now, older. You're oh. a parent, so the oh. uh, the speed of becoming out of touch and forgetting how to have small talk oh. and be interesting is going away very quickly right now. Don't start with weather. Come on, be better. Is weather the worst small talk starter? No, it's a fine small talk starter. Like, it's if somebody talks to you about the weather, you're like, oh, so you don't really want to be in this conversation either? It's a good oh, indicator. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're saying. I don't think so. I don't, if, if the weather is bad, then I don't think so. If the weather's good, I agree with that statement. Mm. If it's like 70 out and it's nice and somebody comes up and they're just like, how about this weather? I'm like, yeah. 
Yeah, but okay, but if it's ever, like raining hard, it's like yeah, it is raining. Okay, hard. but take uh, what week and a half ago where it's like the entire city is encrusted in ice. Snowmageddon twenty twenty four. we can't get anywhere. That's not small talk anymore. That is that is uh, front burner conversation. It's like it's like sports are small talk until something like super crazy happens. Like uh, Demar Hamlin was not small talk. Is that guy that died during the football game. Yeah, heard he's still alive. Like that's front burner stuff. It sometimes small talk can become big talk. Yeah. And weather, when it takes over the city, eh, it's like it's really bad. Like right now, it's raining in yeah. Portland. Yeah. Small the, talk. You the Demar Hamlin thing was a serious story. Holy crap. It's Snowmageddon oh. Oh. 2021. <laughs> Sorry. I appreciate you taking a serious tone. Sorry. With that. I, you know me. I, yeah. I care about people I've never met. See, like s- s- the small talk equivalent. Of that would be like if you if you tried to talk to me about a college basketball game right now. Like, oh, hey, so what's going on with the Kentucky basketball? No, name know. a starter. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't, couldn't name either. a starter. Name a starter in college basketball. In men's. In men's college. I couldn't <laughs> in men's. I could care less about men's. Yeah. Well, name 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 uh, your top five in uh, women's college basketball. Uh, I just know the, the woman from, uh, Iowa. Do you? I, yeah, What's she's from name? Iowa. I understand that. What's her name? I don't need to go <laughs> down to your level and, and play this sick game of, do I know who the Iowa Clark. woman's basketball player, Caitlin Clark is? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Men's college basketball is terrible. I know. I I was I was actually sad today uh, because I, there's two football games this weekend. Mm-hmm. Fantastic flag football game next weekend. Oh, that's right, the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I forgot that's still a thing. I mean, wait a second. No, I shouldn't forget it because they've promoted it enough. Oh yeah, they, on every single game, they're really deal. trying to get you to uh, passively watch, watch that. Thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I want to see. I want to see the all shirtless offensive lineman version uh, starring Jason Kelsey. That's the one that I'm very excited oh. about. Like, let's go. Get those guys out there just running around playing flag football. Like if you if you don't if you didn't catch a pass all year and you made the Pro Bowl, you play one game, and then if you throw or catch, then you play in another game. That's what what, what do you want the players to? Do? Okay, so look here here it is. You don't have an option to say they just let's not do anything. Yeah, well okay. that seems that seems pretty obvious, right? Like we can't treat this like the all pro team. You can't just say it and then it's a fact and then we move on and nothing happens. Like, yeah, it's the Pro Bowl. We need to do something. Is there something they can do that's not athletic that we're still entertained by? Yeah. Well, what I'm confused about. So like, I don't need to see them like B minus version of their A plus version, because even when they play the flag football game, like they're just kind of messing around out there. They're playing grab ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's no question about that. Yeah. But so the the one that thing that I can't figure out is they ju- they do the NFL honors like the Friday before the Super Bowl. Why not do that on Pro Bowl weekend? Get everybody together and then go out there and you can chuck some footballs around and hang out and do whatever. Do some sort of the skills challenge thing is interesting to me. But here's the trouble with football. Hmm. In hockey they do the skills challenge. And the skills are playing hockey. In the NBA, they do the skills challenge, and the skills are playing basketball. Mm-hmm. But in football, 
every position has a different skill set. So you can't really just line it up. You're like, all right, well, these guys are big and fat, and their skill is like stopping the other big fat guys that are trying to kill your quarterback. And these other big fat guys, their job is to like run through the other guys to get to the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And then you got these guys that like, you know, they're, they catch some passes, but they also have to block and they have to do this. These guys just catch passes. These guys just run the ball. These guys just like, everybody has different skill sets. So there's not like a universal skill set, but we did this years ago at the, um, it was some, uh, PT clinic out in Beaverton. Like when I first started on the station, Mm -hmm. they went and they did a combine for all the fan hosts. Oh, I remember this. But I was like, eh, well, I don't really want to run a 40. I haven't run a 40 in a long time. I really don't want to bench press because I got a bad shoulder and I don't really bench press anymore. And I yeah. want to do all the things. And Suk dominated at the things yeah. because he's been through the actual combine and he's super competitive and he still keeps in pretty good shape. So it was kind of one of those things where I was like, you know what would be fun to see? I want to see all the skill competitions that they do. Wouldn't you want to see the NBA uh, three-point contest with NFL players? I'd like to see who. No. Who, I'd watch that. No. I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch that than them jumping onto a mat. Did you watch the receivers catching footballs last year? Uh, no. Oh, it was terrible. And see, that's the thing. I don't want to see anything athletic, but I don't know what I don't want to see athletic. I'd like to see a talent competition. Who can sing? Who can dance? Who has? Oh. Who, who has up close magic skills? Dude, I would take a variety show yes! over over that. Yeah, yeah, like like Family Feud, but uh, NFL style, but like a couple twists and turns, like. I don't need and see this is the whole issue with the all-star format for like all sports mm-hmm. now is the fact that players value self-preservation and money over what they view to be like competition because they really do they don't yeah. care enough and they know that hey if I get hurt in this this is really bad uh, it uh, destroyed yeah. the actual Pro Bowl game like I, I want to throw game something else horrible yeah I agree with that I want to throw something else out that I NBA think NBA too yeah well th- with, I think with all all-star competitions I think something else that kind of threw it off is it used to be that you only got so many games on TV you didn't get an access to see all of these players mm. and then you have access to see their highlights and their Instagram feeds or whatever the Pro Bowl used to be an opportunity to be like here's all the guys you didn't know were this great showing how great they are in one place we kind of get inundated with how great everybody is so i think it's also the access we have to players the access we have to commentary about the players like we kind of know who's great so like yeah like the the talent show the like I'd, I'd watch an NFL dunk competition. Let's go. I don't. On. I No. Yeah. I don't want to see them do anything physical. Yeah. I, I just don't care. I understand that. And see, I, I want but, it to get away from that point. Just like, look, I know why you're a pro bowler. Like, I get it. I watch yep. every Sunday. I, yep. I know. I don't well, really I have read you. some. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or I just, I know. Yeah. Like how good you are. This isn't like the Heisman where you just give it to somebody because you couldn't figure it out. Ooh, I don't know. Um, Did you see Mel's big board today? What's up with Mel's big board? You didn't see Mel's big board today? Is it different than my Mach big board? Mach 1.0 is out. Bill big board is out. Does he have Jaden, um, what, what's his name? Jaden Daniels, number two. Oh. Going to the Commanders. Oh, my. Actually, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Commanders move. Yeah, very much so. He won the what? Oh, the Heisman? Yeah. Yeah, just get him. Watch a Bears take him instead of Caleb Williams. <laughs> He's pretty Bearsy. I'm a, I'm a little... Uh, Get a little wary of Caleb Williams too, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm still on I'm still on the side, and I know that it's not a popular uh, idea. Mm. I keep Justin Fields, go get 
nine picks for that first draft pick and then make the team better. Justin Fields played all right at the end of the year. I don't think you're going to get nine picks for that. For Caleb Williams? No. You're going to get a few picks. Who? You would you would, get, you, would keep, you would be able to yeah. keep a high first round pick and you would be able to add maybe another first rounder or a couple second third rounds. You could probably get four picks for that. Who? And it's like, most likely to make that deal. That's my question. Who um uh New England sits at three. Let me pull up the draft order. New England yeah. New England, I think, because might be I a think team. This is you where, have a new head coach, yeah. you have an owner that's getting older, you have a t- like they're going like, all right, we're done with Belichick. We need to make a splash. I think New England to jump ahead of Washington. But here's the team. funny thing about all this is that I don't think and this is I, I'm glad we're bringing this up because this is this is how I feel about Caleb Williams in that I don't think from what we've been saturated with by the media because they want to shove it down your throat that Caleb Williams is incredible. Yep. Go watch some USC games and you, your opinion might slightly change. But I think that a lot of these teams start to zero in on certain guys. Yeah. And they kind of ignore the noise of some dudes. Like some dudes can precede all of that and yep. they can just be that. Like Cam Newton was a really good example. You had to pick Cam Newton if you had the opportunity because you watched him in college and you went, holy crap, that guy's going to revolutionize football. Let's do it. And he did for like two years. But well, won an MVP, got you to a Super, you Bowl. To Super Bowl. I, I, think, I think he fulfilled the yes. expectations. The only thing he didn't get was a Super Bowl victory, yeah. but the Panthers were relevant for the seven or eight years that he was the starter, and they were must-watch television. And so what I'm saying is that I think that you have some teams that just zero in on dudes and go, you know what? We actually like him. And even if I had the chance at Caleb Williams, I, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. And so I think the the idea that you're saying, like, trade the pick, I think you can. I mean, obviously, you can do it. It's yep. possible. But I think that you might not get as much back as you're hoping. I think you'll get a couple of teams who, like, maybe the Patriots get zeroed in on Drake May and they just go, no, we're good. We really like Drake May. We've talked to him. But there's we no think guarantee you get Drake May there either, though, at third. So here's here are the teams I that I, here are the teams that I think could pop, potentially yeah. move up. Bears have the first overall pick. Commanders two. Mm-hmm. Patriots at three. Mm-hmm. I think could do that. Kyler Murray played well when he came back from his injury. So the Cardinals at four. Too no. much money invested. Yeah, gotta, yeah no, gotta they're, keep they're not doing it. Uh, Justin Herbert is uh, in mm-hmm. Chargers. They have the fifth pick. Giants at six. Can't Just paid Daniel Jones, so they're not yeah. going to do it. Will Levis seems to be the guy in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Get a new head coach at eight. The Falcons. New head coach, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons are an interesting yeah. one. Because um, then, then you trade back, you would have you would have the eighth and ninth pick. What are they And have? the Falcons give up second, third round picks, next year's first round pick. Which, if you can get next year's first round pick on one of these guys, and look at the Bears, the reason they're sitting at number one isn't because of their pick. It's because they right, have the, the Carolina Panthers pick. Yeah. Well, and you know they go and they they commit to Bryce Young and. Who knows if that's going to be the right pick, but they got rid of a lot of assets to go up and get the number one pick, and the team's not very good around him. So, I don't know. They, they say there's three offensive tackles at the top of the draft. There's four or five wide receivers that have first-round grades. Mm-hmm. You go out and get protection and weapons. If you could get, I don't, if you go down to three, you could probably get Brock Bowers and an offensive tackle at nine. I mean, yeah. get, you get Justin Fields' weapons I think is going to be better for the football team short term than getting Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams may be the answer long term, but I don't know that you have that much time if you're the you're Eberflus or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. the the head coach. Mm-hmm. I, I I think there's a lot of people that were pretty surprised that he kept his job after this year. 
<laughs> well, I wasn't I think- too surprised by it just because uh, you can't like Justin Herbert's going through this right now. Unfortunately, the 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 coach roundabout. Well, but if you have the first overall pick and you get a new coach, you have the this. If Caleb know, Williams is your guy, you see what I'm saying? There's though? no guarantees with that. I think that's yeah, why. I know. You know, uh, Herbert. I will. I would like to see how Herbert's going to react to uh, Jim Harbaugh. I, yeah. I think he'll react well. He seems like somebody who takes like direct and aggressive coaching very well. I mean. He took direct and aggressive coaching from a man who uh, wears a D cup, you know, and that that right there can be intimidating when you got double D's up in your face uh, with a dude who shouts and acts like a complete a hole uh, during interviews. Miami's we can say it. We can say he doesn't work for the school anymore. So it's okay to say that Mario Cristobal was a horrible person to work with as a media member and not a kind person overall. Well, I mean. He didn't like working with the media. That doesn't mean he's not a kind person. Just because he didn't like you doesn't mean he doesn't like people. Who doesn't like me? Everyone loves me. Ask my wife. Check She'll Va- tell you all the people that love me. We'll check the Vancouver Won't Ford text me. line. Um, the Vancouver Ford text line, they get all uh, well, I don't, they we, get all hissy. Wait, I mean, the can, fact that I tell them that their opinions are horrible. Well, we can just ask them who, who doesn't like you and see if there's anybody out there. I mean, maybe somebody would be willing to volunteer that information. Just say, hey, I don't like that guy. Yeah, never been a fan of Will. I listen to the show out of spite. This texter on the Vancouver Ford text line, the Giants can absolutely draft a quarterback this year. After next year, they can cut Jones for next to nothing. Oh, they can. I'm not saying they you can. Yeah. yeah. But... Here's the thing is there are, there are full of surprises because I'm looking down here. Minnesota Vikings, are they sticking with Kirk Cousins? Broncos are already moving on. Uh, Vikings at 11. Broncos at 12 are moving on from uh, Mr. Unlimited. Um, you got the Raiders, uh, new coach at number 13. Is Derek Carr the answer? I mean, there's there's a lot of, lot of question marks here at the quarterback position as you kind of scroll through the NFL lineup. So it, is somebody willing to go up and go, we can get Caleb Williams. This guy is the guy. Like, I remember leaving the uh, USC. I went, the only game I went to this year was USC, Oregon. And Caleb Williams did not win that game and did not look uh, uh, perfect in that game. Mm -mm. But he's definitely a stud athlete. Oh, yeah. And he's got all the tools and all the things. And that's so, not what I'm saying. No, I'm no, not but, saying he's bad. I'm just saying. But I'm also, if I'm the Bears, I'm gotta, I'm going I'm going to find that team mm-hmm. that is in love with him and going. Wait, are you really saying this is a possibility? And if you're the Bears, if there's two teams that want that pick, you could create some sort of bidding war. Next year's first round pick for uh, the first round pick this year, a second, a third, eh, be pretty enticing to me. Like I said, if you're trying to win, if you're trying to win sooner than later. Is Justin Fields the guy? I thought he looked a lot better in the second half of the year. There are guys that take time to maturate in this league. Now, the idea that I liked, that I think is very possible, is you just draft Caleb Williams and keep them both on. Yeah. And you create the quarterback competition and you create the talent to maturate itself. Because either way... You can trade either of those guys after a while, and you'll probably get what value mm-hmm. the same for Fields now that you would at any other time because they'll go back and forth in this next season. Like yep. if you draft them both, they'll probably do that thing where both of them will start at certain points in certain games, and both of their trade values will basically stay the same yeah. for each. So you're going to get the same stuff back. 
I don't think you're going to get a lot, honestly, for Justin Fields, for somebody to trade up. Like, Not right if, now. Not if right you now. gave them Justin Fields to anybody, they just kind of go, yeah, you could keep him. Just can I get the picks and the other stuff, yeah. please? Like, well, well, and here's here's the here's the other question too: is how close do you rank Drake May, Jaden Daniels, mm-hmm. whomever else, yeah. whether it's JJ McCarthy or Penix or whatever? How how what is the gap there? Because you could do that, but the, again, the most value is that number one overall pick. So if you want to keep two quarterbacks on your roster and you have Drake May just a s- small notch below. And you can trade with New England and stay at three. You have Bo Nix within a few points of, of that, and you can drop down to eight or 12 or whatever. You can still get a quarterback, and you can have that quarterback competition without using the first overall pick because, again, there's your most value. So, yeah, it'll, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But I, I am of the opinion uh, if you have that pick, people are going to overvalue it, mm. and you can get a lot for it. They did it. Again, they did it last year. Here's a team that understands that philosophy. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason where, why I believe in it. They're like, man, eh, Bryce Young, man, CJ Stroud, man. We got Justin Fields. He's good enough for now. Uh, let's get some pieces. And the Bears, again, looked better at the second half of the year than they did in the first. So keep that train going. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the games that are actually going to be played? Mm-hmm. All right, let's start. Here's, here's where I want to start. I want to get your impression of what happened last weekend. Because I don't know if you know this, they played some games last weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So we'll start there. Center and sync. 1080 the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Some people say a man is made out of mud. A poor man's made out of muscle and blood. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, Vancouver text line. I'll text on uh, the fan or via the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further. Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit VancouverFord.com. We asked uh, to see if people hate or love Will. There are a few people that said that uh, you're terrible. Yeah. But overwhelmingly, I've counted, uh, and it's still coming in, but about 65 people uh, love you and uh, three or four hate you. So, Thank you for lying. What? The people that are texting? It's all just hate. No, it's nothing but love. This person nothing. calls me an a-hole. Well, yeah, I don't think they're wrong. <laughs> you, I've always said that I hate you. I don't, we're, we've been very clear about this on and off the air. I, you know what? what? If the United States Congress could work like this show, where outside of the show, we absolutely hate each other. Yeah. 
It is it is cold as ice. It has outside come to fisticuffs uh, early yeah. on in our tenure, but yeah. now we don't even have enough interest in one another to even throw punches. No, yep. not we've at moved. all. We've we moved. have to have schedules ki- of ki- coming in the building. Yeah. I come in at one hour. Yep. We leave an hour window for me to get set up and sequestered in this room. Then you come in. Yeah, it's a thing. I I could you I jerk. could kill you or have someone kill you, uh, but that would give you release from this terrible life that you have to live. And yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't it be would. as much suffering to end it as it would to let it continue the life that you lead. Sorry, honey. Yeah. yeah so there you go. Um. All right. So games last weekend. We have the we have the Buccaneers Lions. Mm. Turns out to be a pretty good game. You have the 49ers-Packers. Turns out to be a pretty good game. Turns out to be a very revealing game, by the way. Well, that, that this is my question. Mm. Is Here's the funny thing about the NFL. The games are played a week apart. Mm-hmm. So you get the instant reaction where everybody's like, oh, Detroit won two games in a row for the first time in 30 years. First time since the, the Super Bowl era. They've won two playoff games in one year. They're great. Fantastic. 49ers look pretty vulnerable. You're playing that close to the Packers. Man, I think this could be a really close game. Thing is, you have a week in between that reaction, and now it's like, yeah, the Lions only beat the Buccaneers. They're going to be tied with the Buccaneers early in the fourth quarter. How good is this team really? And, I mean, they played without Debo in San Francisco, and it was rainy. And, I mean, Jared Goff doesn't know how to play outside. And now I think everybody has come back to the thing. Well, the one seed against the three, ah, it's pretty obvious. I love how much the narrative can change in a week in football. So where's your head at with the NFC side of things? Because I thought those were two great football games, but that doesn't mean that it funnels into a great football game. Um, I think the NFC side, there's one thing in particular that came from the 49ers-Packers game that should, if you are a 49ers fan, give you some pause and some worry, is that the Packers ran all over you. Yeah, they did. Well, Aaron Jones has been a absolute monster. Oh, he's very monster. good. But throughout the entire season, yep. which people have decided to ignore, which makes sense because the 49ers won a buttload of games. <laughs> they won games. They, but they there's did. this very, very <laughs> glaring weakness, which is they can't defend the outside run, like, at all. In fact, they're really not good at it. And Does, if uh, you look at the Lions and yeah. how they operate on offense, they're very good at zone run. In do they fact, have a guy? They, yeah. Do they have a guy with elite speed that uh, people were a little shocked that was drafted so early that just ran away from the Packers yes. late in that game? Jameer Gibbs, fast man! Oh my goodness, yes. Woo-hoo-hoo. So yeah, if you're the 49ers, I think that's something you come into this game worrying about. You also worry about the fact that Brock Purdy doesn't look confident. Uh, it's Ooh, not yeah. so much the rain thing because uh, I mean, even though that's it was a thing, uh, it was a thing. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I know you're only two years in, dude, but you're an NFL quarterback. Like it's raining. You need to figure that. That's out. a lot of rain, and just just <laughs> he's got small hands. That's why he was drafted so late. They're a starting like, quarterback. Like, but it's so funny. The it was it was the well. That's the reason. And some people were making excuses for him, and some people whatever. He did play really well down the stretch when they needed him to. Six he of played seven, fine. Six of seven on the final drive that ended up being the deciding factor in the game, which which is fine. what you want. He and I will give you. That the weather report. So this is this is a funny thing too. Is I'm hearing as much about Jared Goff playing outside. They haven't played a meaningful game outside since he threw three picks uh, against 
uh, Chicago playing outside. Do you know what the weather is going to be like tomorrow in San Francisco? Sunny? 67 and sunny. Oh, good. So if if you're on the Brock Purdy, he can't throw in the rain, that's why they can't win the Super Bowl side of things. Or, oh. or I've heard it, the Jared Goff, well, he can't play outside sort of thing. This is like perfect weather for football. Sure, yeah. And, and yeah. both of those narratives, I think, are dumb. Yeah, I mean, they're dumb. I think the narrative that you should really look at is the fact that uh, the 49ers are like, um, and again, this is very hard to say because they won a lot of games and they're yep. the one seed. 12 and 5. And when they look good, they look really friggin' good. Sure. But the 49ers have this weird habit of like, if one dude is missing, they just completely fall apart. Well, that's like what Debo I, went yeah. out and they looked like, like, I know Debo Samuel's really good. I get it. I know he's really good, but he shouldn't be like comparative to Patrick Mahomes where like, yeah. if you take him out of the game, they kind of just look lost. Like if they take, when Christian McCaffrey's been out of games or hurt, like they lose games. That Browns yep. game early yep. in the season when McCaffrey uh, yep. got like I don't know pseudo hurt and he was gone. Pseudo hurt. I yeah, he left the game. Yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah, I mean he has these things where like he'll get hurt and then he's yeah. out for like a game or two. But yeah, they lost to the Browns when the Browns like were trying to figure themselves. That was a out. DTR at quarterback, wasn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So yeah, the the 49ers have this weird habit of just like they literally need every single person there, and even if just one of them's out. It like everything goes to hell. Well, that's it's very that, odd. Again, I, I've just been listening to all these different like. Yes, we get a lot of gambling talk, and I know that you abhor it. Oh, I but, love gambling. Yes, I know. Uh, no, no, but I mean the gambling talk. Listen, if you want to gamble, gamble. I can, I can care less. It's the guys coming and telling me all of the reasons why all of these things are going to happen, and but it's exactly that. Well, the forty Debo's playing this week. All the 49ers are healthy. Here it goes. Yeah, unless on the second play of the game that Debo touches the ball, he gets hurt. On the first play last week, I don't know if you remember this, his shoe came off, so he's limping to the sideline. And it was like, <gasps> like all of Santa Clara was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And then you looked well, over not and Santa like, Clara. What's that? Probably San Francisco. Santa Clara, I don't well, think they're they in really Santa Clara. cared. That's where they play. Yeah, I don't think they care either. What? Okay, but the people in the stadium? Eh, okay. Like 40% of them. <laughs> you know that's the joke, right? What's that? Oh, that like it's the worst home crowd ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, but, well, it's just a bunch of rich a holes who go there oh. because they get tickets. Then they're like, "There's a game." Yeah, it's <laughs> anyways. What? I've, well, so the funniest thing was <laughs> Oakland had to leave because uh, yeah. they couldn't get a stadium built. Right. They built it in Santa Clara, which is like an hour and fifteen minutes from San Francisco yeah. with no traffic. With no traffic. It's an hour and five minutes from Oakland with no traffic. Yeah. And in like, Santa Clara, it's the same distance, and they, but they yeah. refuse to share the stadium. Yes, and Santa Clara also being an area where which is more you tech. won't really have fans. Yeah. You will just have people with disgusting amounts of money that will go to the games. Yeah. It's Silicon Valley to make money. deals yeah. and talk, and that's kind of it. Yes, I'm w- I'm with you there, but f- fair enough. All the uh, the surrounding areas, Pacifica was very upset, mm. and uh, <sighs> yeah, Richmond and whatever they were very upset. About uh, about the shoe coming off, and then on the next play, he gets hurt. So the the this team's healthy. Uh, somebody said this about the Ravens. The Ravens are getting Mark Andrews back. They're as healthy as they've been all year. They have no excuses. And then they go, well, except for like J.K. Dobbins still out and da, 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 still out and da, da, da. and like, but they're the healthiest they've been all year, dude. That can change in one play in any game. If Lamar Jackson goes down in the fourth, first quarter, do you think that the Ravens have an excuse to lose that game? 
Do yeah. you think the game plan changes a little bit if Lamar Jackson gets nicked up at all? Or yes. the quarterback on the other side? It's just so funny to me. I I look at these two games uh, and just go, all right, we've got... We've got great matchups. I think the storyline for Detroit is is the, the best of the storylines, probably the worst of the teams. But the nice thing about Detroit is if they don't win this game, this is a team that I, I believe is still on the rise. They're getting better. Their secondary is not great. Their run defense, that defense is pretty good. And with the way that San Francisco uses a run to set up the pass, I don't know that it'll necessarily... Like, Brock Purdy's not the guy to just take the top off the defense to set up the run. He's not going to go out there and just go, bombs away, Brandon Ayuk, let's go! And then we'll build up the run from there. I think you're going to have to find your spots where you can you can be effective there. So I think it's actually a pretty good matchup for Detroit. But if they lose this game, dude, this has been their best season ever, like in the Super Bowl era. Mm. I mean, Close. they've been to, they've been to an NFC championship 1991, game before. Yeah, 1991, yeah. but still, it's their so. best season in 30 years, easily. That's why I say you kind of have to win this one. I, well, You got to yeah. get to the Super Bowl if you're the Lions. I, I'm with you. I, I get the vibes thing of like... Yep. Hey man, you're here. This was totally unexpected. Like this, I good... think they can win the game. But I just, yeah, yeah, like you got to get past the NFC title game to make it something super special. Like, oh my gosh, this okay, is the okay. greatest team in franchises. Here's my thought: is is if they lose this game, they're the team that walks away going still pretty good. Their yeah, fan and their fans yeah, yeah. do that. San Francisco, it's a huge disappointment if they lose. And yeah, then on if the they other lose, do they become the Cowboys but just slightly better? I mean, yeah. I mean, well, they, they keep getting it's been into a long conference time. title games. They just can't win. <laughs> yeah, they've been. I mean, they've been close. They've been certainly knocking on the doorstep. Yeah. But yeah, haven't won since '95 with Steve Young. It's yeah. a long time ago. And the Ravens uh, on the other side, I think they're a team. I mean, if the if the Chiefs lose, I think they expect to win every year. Uh, but I think they can walk away going, yeah, we, it wasn't wasn't a perfect season. Mm. But the Ravens and the 49ers, the most pressure is on. And I don't know, but it feels to me like Kansas City is more dangerous without pressure on them than they are with. Because they went into Buffalo and they just went, all right, well, we're just going to hang out. And then when we need big plays, oh, yeah, we have a two-time MVP, a Super Bowl champion. Uh, we've been to six straight AFC championship games. We'll figure out the formula at the end of the game to win them. They got Taylor Swift. They got Jason Kelsey, man. I think I think Taylor Swift is now an afterthought. Jason Kelsey in that box was way more... Uh, well, he's way more naked, yeah. uh, but he was way more entertaining. Like, that was a cutaway. When you saw him in the background, shirt off, pounded beers behind Taylor Swift, fine. You see him in front, it's like, yeah, who needs Taylor Swift? Move on. I, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think the NFL is pulling hard for a, a Chiefs appearance. Yeah? You think they'd rather see, okay. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the question. Mm -hmm. What is the matchup that they want? Uh, we'll put them in order of what, not what you want as a fan. What does the NFL want for the matchups? We'll talk about it after this SportsCenter update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. That's right, punks. 
got it. Sit and say, let's go. Get you ready for the football. Who are you supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, with punk rock music. I was trying to be oh. like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, were you trying Joey to be like somebody? a naysayer of punk or were you trying to be punk? Well, I tried to go a little punk. Oh, let's you were. go. Pennywise. That's punk. I don't know if I want to see Punk Luke. Come on, a Mohawk. Guys. I had a Mohawk for a few days. Let's uh, go to the concert. A few days right after I got married, I almost got divorced, so I had to get rid of it. Because um, you had a Mohawk? Well, did I, did a, a Mohawk? I did a handlebar mustache with it, and that was really bad. Oh. Need to try something out. Well, I was at work. I was bartending, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody goes, uh, you know, they had like their new policies. And they're like, no dyeing your hair unnatural colors and no doing this and no doing that. And I was like, but I can have a mohawk? And they're like, well, there's nothing in the policy that says you can't have a mohawk. I'm like, so I should do a mohawk. And they're like, well, I would rather you didn't do a mohawk. I'm like, I'm probably going to do a mohawk. So, so you did a mohawk. So did a mohawk. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then I did a handlebar mustache with it. And when I showed up with that, it was just, you know, it was a new policy that I thought was dumb. So I had to shirk it. And my wife was like, you need to get rid of all of that. Did you do classic punk mohawk or did you do Travis Bickle and taxi driver mohawk? Oh, hair was pretty long. So it was a good punk mohawk. Spiked it up pretty good. Uh, It actually was representative of the, uh, um, what do you call it? Avatar I had on Tony Hawk. Punk Mohawk handlebar mustache. Let's go. Yeah, Tony Hawk was. It was up there. Pro Skater. Good Pro game. Skater Two yeah. is just. I I pinned it. There was a list of top thirty video games of all time. I haven't actually looked at the list. Ooh. I figured that could be a post Super Bowl or maybe a Pro Bowl uh, that topic. Could be a right now. You can tell me what's the greatest video game you've ever played. Well, I know. I I think you we could play it. along talking... right now. No. Okay. Here you were gonna, you were going to tell us. Oh, we've got a little bit of time before oh, we that's get to right. good versus right. evil. Tell me what the NFL once for their matchup there's four possible matchups uh first uh start with uh the fourth to the first uh go oh <laughs> well so the least likely yeah, the, the, starting the, the, the nfl will be most disappointed if oh the matchup uh, is... like ravens lions because that's, right. that's kind of difficult to market a little bit yeah uh, not incredibly different this should all be caveated by saying it's the Super Bowl, yeah, and people will watch point. anyway. It's a fair point. Like, it doesn't really yeah. matter. I mean, unless somehow the Buccaneers, like, stumbled in. <laughs> the, like, bu- the Buccaneers would have been the Here's yeah. the one where they don't get any viewers, or uh, not a lot of viewers. <laughs> Buccaneers-Bills. If they got Buccaneers-Bills, you get think- a general audience of people like, I don't know these teams. I think <laughs> like, the Bills, I think the Bills would have, uh, uh, I think Buccaneers-Texans. I know yeah, Texas that's loves a good football, too, but yeah. that I think would have been Buccaneers. Texans yeah, is okay. another one. Okay, but that's I think fine. we overestimate the general audience of people who know what who the Bills are. I think the Bills the, have a the very Bills... dedicated fan base, but overall, people who just tertiarily follow football, they're like, yeah, oh, there's a team in Buffalo, I guess. But the Bills have the history of not winning Super Bowl, so the Bills' chance to finally get mm, off the snide okay. would be fine. Mm. The Bucks just won one with Tom Brady, and the Houston Texans are in, they're still an expansion team in yeah. my head. There's still an expansion team. I'll just fast forward to number one, and it's they okay. want they want 49ers or um, they want Chiefs. They want Chiefs. Lions. I want to know where you put the Niners Ravens though. Niners, that's probably three because really? you get the rematch. Well, and it's but it's also one seeds. Okay, that's sure. Just, yeah, so, they, you, so they want they'll play they'll they'll ride that rematch hard. Gotcha. That's what they would do. So, I think. So that. they want Chiefs. They want Chiefs Lions. They Chiefs want Lions. Chiefs Lions because okay. it's so easy yeah. to compare the old guard or at least what's considered yeah. the old guard okay. now i mean they, it's kind of funny to say it's that because patrick mahomes isn't even 30 yeah. but like 
the dude has been to four straight AFC title games. And then you have this new up and coming, very young team. Uh, you have celebrity versus hard, you, right? You what? have a, a cultural battle. The Midwest, the grid of the Midwest against the, the grid of the Midwest. The elites who think that, oh, but they're thought of as more of kind of like a West Coast team because none of those guys live in Kansas City. Come well, on. but it's funny, too, because Andy Reid screams to me like kind of old school. It's it's weird. He's, he's old school coach mm. with a sense of calm. And he's innovative, but he just has that kind of, like, he's been there so long, he's just been a mainstay. Where Dan Campbell has a little bit more of kind of the the red-ass fire with the the new school uh, player connection. So they just, like, they're diametrically opposed, but neither of them are far removed from football. Mm. Like, they both have this kind of appeal. It's funny that you put the Lions in your fourth place and your first place. That's yeah. why I was curious about you actually ranking them. Yeah, yeah. Is I the mean, team they want the most is the Lions unless they play the Fal- unless they play the, the Ravens. Yeah, because so, it's, it's just, yeah. you know, how do you, I don't know, look, any of these games, quite honestly, uh, I'm going to be stoked about. Really, any combination of what's going on, I, I'm going to be very stoked about it. Yeah. There's none of those teams in there where I'm just kind of like, oh, boy, I really don't want to see them in the and Super you know Bowl. what? Nice. No Tom Brady. I'll be honest. I'm a little, I got a little Tom Brady fatigue. I'm glad he's gone. Great career. It's fun. Glad he won with Tampa Bay. What? Hooray. How do you say? Yeah, shut up. What are you doing? I mean, that's kind of how I feel right now about the uh, the, the chefs. The, oh, you're that way of the Chiefs. A little bit. Getting there? I don't know, man. Do you think that they looked at all deserving against the Bills? Or did the Bills just basically like do I'll what the I'll say the same Bills thing do? I said about the 49ers and Brock Purdy, man. It's it's There's something to be said for, here's the moment. You haven't been great. It's yours if you want it. And then you go out and get it. I mean, yeah. Jordan Love. they seem to Jordan, be set Jordan, up with like very good situations. Like you played yeah, Miami, who... I don't even know if they should have been in the playoffs. Sure. Then you play the Bills. <laughs> they won a lot of football games. To I not know, but then the they lost. Know, right. It's like the Eagles, man. They went ten and one, and then they didn't. Yeah. And then they got in the playoffs, and you were like, "Really? They're in the playoffs?" Jor- Jordan Love with a buck forty on the clock, and the first, second throw, whatever oh. it is, across the body interception. I think he'll be back. I think he's fine, but he wasn't ready for the moment. Like, yeah, like he didn't have to make that throw. He ha- there's more time than he realized. Yeah. It was fine. He wasn't ready for the moment. Baker Mayfield, I don't think that throw was that bad. I thought that was a better interception uh, defensively than it was a bad throw offensively. I mean, it was a coverage sack. The walls were closing in. It was It was. Happen. Less yeah. time in that game. But but I also thought, like, the like somebody was going to step up for Detroit, and they did. That was a, it was it very easily could have been a deflected pass. It was a good interception. But it, B- Baker Mayfield was not ready for the moment. I, mm. It feels like, to me, that the Chiefs are always ready for the moment, so they think they belong. But mm. either way. We'll get to Good versus Evil. We'll talk more about this in this hour, too. So uh, Good versus Evil, if you've never heard it, it's the greatest radio segment um, in the next 15 minutes. Yeah. We'll do it next. Center and Saint, 1080 The This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. <laughs> Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. Was there a point in tonight's game where you knew this was a special one for you? No, I was just going, you know, uh, whatever the defense gave me. In the second half, they doubled me all the time, so I tried to make some plays. Uh, then sometimes I would just break the double. So just seeing the game. There's the greatest YMCA player of all time, one Luka Doncic. YMCA? Ouch. Do they have YMCA's in uh, Eastern Europe? The oversized point guard scored a career-high 73 points and a win over the Hawks Friday. It marked the highest-scoring game in the NBA this season, passing the 70-point performance by Joel Embiid on Monday against the Spurs. Devin Booker also had 62 points last night. Uh, in a loss against the Pacers. Are these high-scoring performances impressive or indicative of the fact that the NBA no longer cares about defense? The NBA stinks, I think is what it says. Uh, Joel Embiid scores 70 the same night that Carl Anthony Towns scores 64. It's the fourth time in NBA history in the same day that two guys have scored more than 60 points. It's amazing. And then, like, less than a week later, happens again. It's, nobody cares. The NBA, there's so many blowouts. There's so many games that, like, they just kind of give up at the end. There's none of the regular season matters. Like, the NBA, you can tell, is desperate because they put in a in-season tournament that was an absolute joke, and they're sticking with it. It worked. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Oh, it was awful. Like, we're talking about it as a punchline. No, they got higher ratings. It worked. It did. For their for their for their purposes, for the it um, worked. The amount of marketing that they spent on it, I don't know that the ratings oh, was equivalent. I that's just, a day of shooting. They didn't have to uh, that whole casino thing. That's one day of shooting. Dude, the 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 courts that they had, they, they rolled out for everyone so that you knew it was an in tournament game. And oh yeah, no, the whole thing to me, it reeked of desperation. Whether it worked or not, uh, the NBA, I think, is in trouble. Uh, the All-Star Weekend, you've already said that you're kind of tuned out already on that. Uh, I mean, I think everybody's tuned out of every All-Star Weekend. I get that, but really. yeah, the, the, I, th- I think people are increasingly tuning out of the NBA regular season. Uh, I, yeah. think, I think it's it's lackluster uh, to say that the most. And to the fact that there's been four 60-point games in the last week, it's like, meh. And Canales has the history of working with shorter quarterbacks. Russell Wilson in Seattle, Baker Mayfield this year in Tampa Bay, and now he's the guy who's going to be charged with fixing Bryce Young, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. There's Wild Muskrat wearing a human mask, Mike Florio. Just hours after the Panthers decided to go with Dave Canales as their head coach, the Atlanta Falcons hired Raheem Morris as theirs. Morris has been the D coordinator for the Rams and previously was the head coach of the Bucks and the interim head coach of the Falcons. Bill Belichick had been linked to the job in Atlanta. Now it looks as though that he won't even be coaching this next season. Is that it? Will he ever coach again? If he's not getting any interest uh, this year, I, I don't know why he would get interest next year. His resume is not going to change. I mean, he is a losing coach without Tom Brady. I, I've been saying this that you know the idea that he's the greatest of all time is you know it's worth having as a conversation I suppose, but automatically giving him the mantle when you see that he 
had the right combination of coach and quarterback and, and had a good run. There's a lot of very good coaches in there. Hiring a 72-year-old coach that was great in the 2000s and the 2010s, I don't think appeals to a lot of teams right now. They did two interviews in Atlanta. I believe they did a, a, a long interview in uh, San Diego, or not San Diego, in Los Angeles for the Chargers, and he didn't get either of those positions. Those are the only two teams I heard him linked to. Jobs are filling up. I don't think Seattle has any interest. I've seen a list of nine or ten teams. Uh, what other job is still open? I think the only two jobs that would have made sense, and they didn't fire the dudes, which I don't understand why, were Philly and Buffalo. Yeah. Because you had the it was lo- they're locked and loaded. They're ready. It's we're incompetence close. at coaching. Yeah. Yep. It really is because that fake punt. Well, the other the other team the on. other the other team, Cowboys. Yeah, but That's, even them. Yep. Well. Yeah, that's that was that was the other one. But again, none of them fired their coach. So yeah, and I think that's kind of the yeah. issue because the yeah. Atlanta job, it was kind of like that doesn't work. That's you got to build, and yeah. no, not, not a- for building. It's for yep. do you have the weapons? Sweet, I'm a defensive genius. Yep. Is there a quarterback? Perfect. Let's do this. I want to find out about Jim Harbaugh. I'm a I'm a player right now, and I want to play for a bunch of schools. I'm listening to Jim Harbaugh. I want to play for Jim. Well, I mean, do you have I- any eligibility, Colin? No, and I can't play worth a damn. What I'm saying is I'm trying to kind of, I want Jim Harbaugh, the guy. Because I bring all these coaches on, and I want the guy. I mean, what, what? I'm a 4-3 wide receiver. Why should I play at Michigan? You are? I'll never get tired of that. Jim uh, Harbaugh. That, that was kind of the Colin uh, starting to go the wrong direction, uh, if you look back at me. Like, if, if there's a jumping the shark moment. Oh, it wasn't that. It was when he said racist things about Dominican players in the MLB. That wasn't good either. Yeah, I think that That Jim it. Harbaugh interview. In fact, I think that Jim Harbaugh interview made him more popular. Yeah, it was so it, ridiculous. I don't know if it did. What? Are you serious? You think that this made him more popular? That made uh, Colin more popular? No, I think it made Jim Harbaugh more popular. Oh, I, 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 it I probably came, made both of them I more popular. I came out of that liking Jim Harbaugh better than Colin Coward. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, come on. If you listen to the whole interview, it yeah, makes sense it, it, why why Colin Cowherd got so mad. Well, yeah, no, it was but so no, it, was, it was Colin. Colin stayed on that premise so long, knowing that like he, oh. like you're getting like it's in the middle of an improv skit, and you're like, oh, nobody gets what I'm doing. Uh, maybe it's time to bail and try something else. No, he just stuck with it. Oh, it just no, it he didn't. Oh, you go back and listen I'll to every. He I'll asked maybe twenty questions before that. Jim Harbaugh's answers are like, uh, yeah, maybe. So let's know. try a role play. Well, yeah, he was at options. <laughs> Dude, he had nothing left. I loved it. Harbaugh wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Which I guess maybe the only critique I'd give to Colin is like, I just ended the interview yes! before that. But yeah, cut the cord. He was, was so excited that he got the get. Uh, we got the guy, man. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk to you. Well, Jim finally announced his new head coach of the Los Angeles Rams this week. Something uh, Chargers. Or Chargers, right, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. Sorry, let me say that because this does confuse me. The San Diego Chargers. They're, nope, Los Angeles Chargers. No, they're the San Diego nope. Chargers. Nope, they no. don't play in San no, they're Diego not. anymore. No, they're so not. Fine. It doesn't matter. They're hey, the San you know Diego what? Chargers. Uh, if they start winning and uh, not they, acting like the San Diego Chargers, I'll call them the Los Angeles they Chargers. They didn't hire another Brandon Staley. They hired the biggest coaching name out there. This I'll is, reserve my judgment. This is, that's fine. This is at least the biggest splash in the coaching hires that we'll see. Sure. Right. I'll reserve my judgment. So anyway, the San Diego Chargers hired uh, Jim Harbaugh this week. San Diego Rams hired. 
the vacancy was pretty quickly filled by offensive coordinator Sharon Moore over in Michigan, who went 4-0 earlier this season, uh, substituting for Harbaugh when he had multiple suspensions. Which of these two people, uh, Moore and Harbaugh, are more likely to succeed at their jobs next season? Hmm. Not overall. Well, I don't have the whole roster constructions in front of me, but I know that uh, the San Diego Rams of Los Angeles County Chargers have a very good quarterback. I know that Michigan is losing a guy that was called the best quarterback in Michigan history. And while playing at the school, nobody has a better record, so people that lambasted uh, Jim Harbaugh for making that statement I think are a little bit silly. Uh, But J.J. McCarthy is leaving. Justin Herbert is coming back healthy. So I would say right now it's probably the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh. Based on one position and what I know of these teams. Okay, time for our favorite story of the week. This one comes from China. Where? China. Oh. Here's your headline. Chinese marathon runner disqualified for chain smoking through the entire race. Okay. He wins the race. Mm-hmm. Chain smokes through the entire race. Shouldn't he get an extra medal? You would think. It's pretty outstanding. Uh, so this marathon, I'm not going to try to pronounce the name, their committee issued a statement announcing the disqualification for violating an article of the marathon rules and regulations, which says, Uncivil- again, please be aware, this is China, uncivilized <laughs> behavior from runners such as open defecation, smoking, or trampling on flower beds or green spaces that affect the race and the safety of other runners will result in disqualification. Oh, well, if it says smoking right in it, I don't have, what do you mean that this is China? That's, okay. But dude, no defecating, I, I do no the, smoking, no trampling flower beds, no interfering with other runners. Those seem like none of those. I'm like, oh, communist China. I think if you ran a race here and you smoked, they'd still give you the. Well, medal. I understand, but it's like the second article in there. No smoking. Yeah, but yeah. again, it, it's one of those things where if it what? happened here, we would kind of just be like, oh, that's cool. We'll give them the medal. No, no. What we would do here is go. Oh, well, you can't smoke in marathons. Let's make an all-smoking marathon. We that is just, true. That's a just, very American thing That's to what do. we would do, is, is we would do exactly what I said about my mohawk earlier. You get it in defiance. Here's the question. Is Does smoking give you some sort of advantage? Why did the guy insist on smoking the whole way? Does the nicotine help you, your, you expand your lungs and... And clear your mind and focus your energy and distract from pain or what? What's the advantage of smoking? Because it's not like a choo-choo train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you just read what's the subheading for the uh, the rule there? It wasn't performance enhancement. It no, was just, uh, uncivilized yeah, behavior. Uh, it, so it's not a performance enhancing uh, statute in there. It's uncivilized. Well, let me just uh, uh, also uh, peep you to this, that the first article of uncivilized behavior in this rule is defecating, is defecating. Yeah. Which means that's happened and they had to put that rule in. Oh, there's videos of that. So when, why, and not on purpose, I could see that you were so tired running that like you lost control of everything. But like, as you were running a race, you're just like, you know what? Well, this would be pretty funny. No, 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 no. I don't think that's it. What are the, what are your options if you got if you're uh, 13 miles into your 26 mile race and you got to go? What are your options? Quit the race. Go to the bathroom. 
Well, you wouldn't have to quit the race. You would just have to stop, but then you would lose time or go in stride, brother. Well, I think that you made some major miscalculations. I think that they yes. attribute for all this kind of stuff. Well, they probably do an enema before the race and like eat like 10 hours before just to make sure that like it's not going to happen. There are people that do this. There there are people that will run and go just poop as their they pants. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've heard uh, you've heard conversations. I believe Souk has brought this up, but uh, urination while playing football. Uh, oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, because I did it. Yeah, there you, there you go. Yeah, so but not, peeing and pooping. I know, I understand, but that's that's why you put the rule in. Is like there I can two blame it things? on sweat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I get a real sweaty crotch. Yeah, but these guys running the race are. Uh, are probably urinating as they go. And I'm sure they're in those little shorts. They just shake it out and just keep running. Yeah. I'm confident that that uh, has come up Th again. That's why there's a rule. The one that gets me is why you have a uh, tag on your hairdryer that says, don't use this in the shower. That's the one that gets me is they wouldn't put the tag on there. If, if somebody, somebody didn't, didn't try it. Yeah. So all like of those McDonald's rules lady, the hot coffee. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Careful. This coffee is hot and will scorch your crotch. Yeah, it's all in there. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just, I, I'm just picturing a guy smoking, running a marathon. I'm proud of him. Good yeah, job. there's a picture, and he looks pretty good. Well, he won the race. His name's Uncle Chen. Yeah, it is. Let's go. Right. I'm not mad at that. Uncle right. Chen, and you know what too? The uncle. Yeah, it fits with the cigarette. Of course it does. Just dirty uncle. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are planning on uh, just plopping down tomorrow at noon and watching football till the completion of the late game, maybe I'll give you a suggestion. Don't make food. Take food from 808 Hawaiian Restaurant uh, to wherever you're going. That's the strategy. They are uh, they are delicious. Uh, their food mm -hmm. is fantastic. You can order it right online so it's ready to pick up when you get there, or do what I do: go in there, order it. Have a mai tai while you're waiting, and then uh, and then bring it home. It's up to you. Uh, website ate oh atecom uh, Eat their food; it's delicious. Hour two, uh, more football, more sports, more stuff. It's going to be fantastic. Do not miss it. Center and Saint, 1080 the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.